I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree, a tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the earth's sweet flowing breast, a tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray. From Joyce Kilmer, 1886-1918. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob, Rob McCall. This is the Avanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for the new strawberry moon. So here are some natural and unnatural events for this quarter moon. Our town is busy with the labors of homeowners planting, painting, and sprucing up the grounds for the summer season. Tradesmen are bustling about readying summer homes for the arrival of their owners over the Memorial Day weekend. Every year there are new and larger homes where the old summer houses used to be. Robins are nesting in the garage and chipmunks are scurrying to the woodpile with their cheek pouches full of sunflower seed from the bird feeder. The long, idle months of winter are swept away by the frantic frenzies of impending summer. To escape the hustle and bustle, your commentator paddled out to Twin Oaks Island in the harbor for some peace and quiet the other day. Peace there was for a few moments as I sat on the large sandy mound which is the center of the island with two oak trees growing out of it, enjoying the sun. But I was soon crawling with enough ants to make me wonder if maybe this was one big anthill. It was not all that quiet either, actually. Parker Point roared with the sounds of mowers, weed whackers, and wood chippers, mutilating unwanted vegetation. And as I sat, I couldn't help but think, what would happen if we had a society for the prevention of cruelty to plants. They'd be up in arms at the massive brutality we visit on the vegetative kingdom. Plants, after all, are the foundation of all life on earth. If the animals were to disappear tonight, there would still be teeming life on earth tomorrow. But if the plants were to disappear, all animals would quickly follow, and the planet would soon be a lifeless desert. All life depends on the marvelous, miraculous green cells that manufacture food for all from nothing more than air, sun, water, and chlorophyll. And yet we mow, mash, macerate, and massacre them by the billions without a second thought. Here's the Field and Forest Report. The wonders of the plant kingdom are displayed in blooming apples, pears, plums, cherries, strawberries and blueberries that fill the air with fragrance and attract bees from far and wide bringing pollen to fertilize the fruit we will enjoy as the summer progresses. Petals fall in showers as vernal ovaries swell and grow to protect and nourish the living seeds within. Orchards are garlanded with glory and the barrens are going from green and gold to white as a million acres of blueberry bushes come into bloom and honeybees hurry to kiss each blossom. Here's a rank opinion. 
The earnest sincerity of those who choose to eat only plants is a source of some bemusement to your commentator, given the miracles shown by the green multitudes clothing the earth. Plants have no eyes, but they unfailingly reach for the light and follow the movement of the sun across the sky. They have no voice, yet their sweet aromas speak to us and fill us with a joy equal to any song or story. They have no blood, but their sap feeds them, gives us our breakfast juice, and even sweetens our waffles in the morning. They have no muscles, but their bodies give us food and pleasure and keep us warm in winter. Respect for all life, both plant and animal, gratitude for all food, these are the key. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First, from the naturalist John Muir. They tell us that plants are perishable, soulless creatures, that only man is immortal. But this, I think, is something that we know very nearly nothing about. And from the book of Genesis, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed upon the face of the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and seed for yourself. McCall is a naturalist, journalist, fiddler, and for the past 20 years, pastor of the First Congregational Church of Blue Hill.